What is up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava, and it is Thursday, so we are ready to wrap up the week. I don't know what you guys have been doing today. I'm just gonna kind of talk about this for one quick moment because it may be the biggest news of the day. Some people are talking about it as the biggest financial news of what will be this 2021 year. But if you have been paying attention to what's going on with the stock market, it's been absolutely wild these past couple of days. And I don't offer trading or investing advice. I'm not doing that now. Don't ever take anything I say and and use it for your own benefit for that. Don't listen to anything I say about that. That's but regardless, it's been wild. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go do a couple Google searches, jump on Twitter and see what's going on um, with GameStop. It's it's been absolutely incredibly wild it's it's now mainstream yesterday it was a little bit more low-key i talked to a lot of people that didn't know about it and now after what we have have kind of seen play out today it has been one of the most wild days that i can remember um especially from any sort of like a stock thing like i i I pay attention to it a little bit but then i just kept up with it a decent bit today checking my phone a lot and just some of the things that were going on it was just absolutely wild so i encourage you to at least check in and see what's going on with that because if you haven't heard about it it is a little bit fascinating it's absolutely crazy and um it's just been one of those days where you kind of look back and you go this is gonna be something we talk about for a long long time so it's just it's it's really cool to kind of live through and see some of that stuff obviously the circumstances a lot of people aren't thrilled with either myself so it is something weird but just kind of check into it and, and so you can at least know what's going on because it was a uh, very, very big, big thing that's been playing out right now. So aside from that, that's really what my main thing has been the past couple of days, just paying attention to that. It's been it's been that and then trying to figure out what I need to do. I, I got some listings done this morning and I'll be honest, I, I listed two pairs of Jordan 1 mid, uh, I think they're called White Shadows and they're a pretty clean shoe. They're honestly one of the best Jordan 1 mids that I've ever seen. I almost wanted to keep them because they look so clean and I got two pairs of size 10, which is my size. So that ends up working out well for me. But I I had gotten an offer on Instagram and I figured I'll list them on eBay and see what happens. And somebody offered me like immediately uh, 25 bucks under the price that I had them listed at on eBay um, within like an hour. And, and I was kind of looking at it going, I wonder if I should keep these. I wonder if not. It was going to be good money that I would make on them. So I almost sold them. But what held me back is they're Jordans and I was going to sell them for over $150 a pair. And if you don't know, eBay is now over $150 a pair. If you do, if it's over $150 a pair for Jordans or Yeezys, they get checked by their authenticity program. Well, what does that mean? Well, those of you who've been paying attention, I ended up getting a ding on my authentic, uh, a ding on the authenticity of a pair of Jordan 1 uh, Volt Golds that I sent in probably about a week ago. And it was kind of a bummer, obviously, to get that, but what really sucked is that they gave me an item not as described, which counts against my eBay account, and then a a case handled by eBay with no seller resolution, which also really hurts my eBay account. I can only have up to two and a half of those, so a third one would put me over, and I can only have up to two and a half of those before I lose my top-rated seller status on eBay. Now, like conveniently, I also got a second ding within about three days from that, not for shoes, but for an item that I sold that I called eBay about. And they said, hey, don't worry about the return process. Let it go to us. We will handle it and you won't get dinged or anything. Well, I got dinged. So 
I'm kind of really cautious about sending stuff in right now for authenticity. The reason I didn't take the offer on those shoes is the one box had a small ding near the top. Obviously, they would have passed StockX with flying colors. Goat, they probably would have been decently fine too. eBay, I don't really know how to gauge them. Obviously, the shoes were really dirty. If you check my Instagram post, and if you're watching this on Instagram, just click over, go look at the post of the shoes that has a bright yellow card on it and a, a pair of bright yellow and uh, like neon green shoes. And you can see what the dirt on the back of them was. It was pretty extensive, and I completely missed it. I don't even know if I actually looked at those shoes before I sent them out. But regardless, it was something where... I got that ding, and then I got the, the second ding for what eBay had told me I wasn't going to get dinged for. If I get a third one, I'm, I lose my top-rated seller status, and that's a big deal on eBay. I think I sell a lot more because of that. I think I get a lot less in fees because of that. I definitely get better shipping rates because of that. So it definitely has it's, – it's very, very good – it's very good perks to having a top-rated seller account, and I don't want to lose that over something stupid like a buyer giving me an issue over a $600 item that they said never got there even though they signed for it and a pair of shoes that – was deemed inauthentic because there was a, a stain on it, which in their defense, there was a big stain on it. That's my bad. But also that shouldn't ding your account just because you sent something in and it had it had dirt on it. Like at least let us refund the buyer. So both those things had me a little bit peeved, but I definitely don't want to lose my, my account or my top rated seller status just because of those. So I'm kind of holding off on shoes a little bit and listing them not from listing them on there. I'm going to be listing them primarily probably on a second account that will be mainly for shoes and that's probably what i'll do a lot of shoes anything that needs authenticated if i if i for whatever reason start getting into watches or something that ebay also authenticates i will i will sell them on that account planning on building that up to a top rated seller status as well but just trying to move them over there now one of the good things and i'm going to get i'm going to find an affiliate link for this at some point oh my gosh so i'm going to find an affiliate link for this at some point but basically what the frick You, you suck. Anyway, we're back. So, basically what happened was I am planning on building up another eBay account. And that'll be primarily for shoes, building that up to a top-rated seller account, and then having two accounts that are top-rated seller, one for shoes, one for everything else. That saves me and, and mitigates a lot of risk for my account because now I don't have to worry about, okay, well, what if I, I'm screwed if I end up getting this account dinged? Until eBay changes the, the rules, which I believe at some point they have to, I mean, you can't just keep dinging sellers every time an item gets revoked unless it's, if it's inauthentic, that's one thing. I think an item not described is, is well worth it for inauthenticity. But if it's that it's dirty or something happened to it in shipping, and like like if the box, if you ship it and the person that you ship it with, the, the company, that delivery person kicks the box in or something or really damages it, you're liable for that. And, and you're going to get a ding on your account both as an INAD and as a seller, um, not resolved, a non-resolved case by the seller on eBay, which will hurt your account fairly bad. I mean, you'll end up losing sales and stuff if that happens more than a couple times. And so it is something where you're kind of held viable through the entire process in a way that you can't really control. And until eBay comes up with some sort of solution for that, I'm not going to just play by this. I'm going to have one account and hope for the best. And hopefully I don't lose all of my things that I've worked so hard for on there. I'm going to at least have a second account um, and try and build that up and have some sort of stability that can 
kind of sustain my business. Now, the good thing is, and, and I was going to talk about this, the good thing is, and I'm going to get an affiliate link for this um, at some point, but List Perfectly just upgraded all of their listings to um, to the fact where you can store unlimited amounts of listings on their platform. Before, it used to be 150, okay? That's not very many. Like, a lot of us have more than 150 listings. Um, a lot of us probably have two, three, four, five hundred listings. I'm well above 150. I'm probably around 200 at this point. And I was kind of looking at it as like, well, why would I store things with List Perfectly? I almost want to go look at Vendu just because they give you, I think they give you a lot more items that you can store for less money. Well, recently I got an email from List Perfectly saying that all of their plans are now upgraded to unlimited storage on their platform. So you can store as many items and as many listings as you want. Now, why is that important? Well, you can, you see, this is the good thing. You can go and list from, you can copy all the listings to your List Perfectly from one account, and then you can go log into your other account and relist them on there and take them off the old account. So any of the shoes, if anything happens to my my, my original eBay account, I could take all the listings off of it, let's say I lose my top rated seller status, and move them to one with top rated seller status, which I'm planning on building right now. Now, there are some, some rules and things like that that you have to make sure that you follow and, and stay between. But the way that I'm treating this right now is that it's a separate, it's almost a separate eBay account for a separate type of business because I'm only going to be doing primarily shoes on there. I'm not going to be doing anything else. It's shoes and and that's really it because that's my authentic, that's my, I guess, my authentic account, the, the account that I'm going to be doing all my authentic uh, shoe sales through, if you want to put it that way, where I'm going to be doing most of my other stuff on my regular eBay account. It's going to take some time and hopefully it won't take me nearly as long to build up a top rated seller account on my kind of backup account, if you will, just because it, it is what it is. I mean, I know a lot more now than I did my first year, which is how long it took me to get a top rated seller account. And I don't think it would take more than a few months to really start grinding, getting some sneakers and getting some other things that are, uh, you know, useful for that. And then trying to get that account built up to a top rated seller account. So now I can sell sneakers on a top rated seller account and then have another top rated seller account for my, for everything else. I mean, they're two they're, they're almost two separate businesses the way that they work because a lot of sneakers are sold as pre-sales and a lot of sneakers are sold um, you know, relatively quickly. And it's really a different kind of game than going to Walmart and picking up a toy or going and going to a thrift store and buying an item. I mean, sneakers in themselves are, are their own market. That's why you see these marketplaces popping up for sneakers like StockX and Goat and Grailed and, and I think there's one other one now um, that it's kind of big and growing, but I can't remember the name, but you don't see that for, uh, I don't know, uh, vintage clothing. I mean, you can sell it on Poshmark, you can sell it on Depop, you can sell it on Etsy, but you can't really, there's no dedicated platform to just this, like, like I don't know, some of the other niches that people end up getting involved with on eBay. And, and used clothing is primarily Poshmark anyways. So you, you kind of understand what I'm saying here. eBay is, eBay is kind of, putting a real tough spot on their sneaker sellers because while a lot of people are really pumped about this authenticity guarantee, it's kind of BS because it doesn't really help us at all. It's great that you can now no longer have to deal with the person saying these are inauthentic and now they're not going to return stuff to you because they, they claim that you sent them a fake pair of shoes and then you know you get into that whole kind of argument. But at the end of the day, I have sold countless pairs of shoes on eBay and I've never had that happen. And so that's it, not to say it wouldn't happen. That's just to say it takes a, a probably a, a lot of sales to get that to happen. 
And at some point, you got to realize that there's not nearly there's not nearly the risk of that happening on eBay that people make it out to be. You really, I mean, I've, I've sold like hundreds of pairs of shoes on there. I'm not going to, not I haven't ever had somebody say these are inauthentic. And so now what? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's probably not going to happen to you. So if it's every two or three or four hundred pairs of shoes that you get claimed as inauthentic, it's probably not going to be that big of a deal. So is the authenticity guarantee a real big, a real big plus for us sellers? I think not. I think it's a really, really big deal that they are kind of screwing the sellers because what's end up, what's going to end up happening is you see a lot of people that are are going to they're going to end up kind of messed up where they won't be able to buy things um, or, or sell things um, with eBay because it's going to screw their account up where you're going to see people that are trying to sell shoes and then they're going to end up getting a, a ding because they show up dirty or something happens to the box and it's going to end up messing their, their main account up that they sell so many things on. There's people that sell a ton of stuff. So that's just kind of my thoughts on it. I'm probably going to be looking at trying to get some sort of, uh, like I said, some sort of backup plan in case things go sideways on my main account. Um, it's just it's just kind of taking proper precautions. I don't want to deal with what happens if I now can't sell as a top-rated seller because that's that's kind of a, a sketchy thing for me. I, I really enjoy having that and I think that it really does help play into the algorithm you being able to get more sales if you're a top-rated seller and you're offering free returns and that kind of stuff and I want to be able to maintain that. So that's what my plan is going to be. I'm going to hopefully get that started tonight. I have been listing some sneakers so I'm going to get the rest of them listed up and I may start putting them on that backup account and, and then just building that and, and having two sort of accounts that'll work for me to hopefully be able to uh, you know, kind of have that, that backup plan in case things do end up going south for me with the main account on eBay. So that being said, I will let you guys go. Hopefully that gives you something to think about, especially if you're a sneaker seller. I know a lot of you are. I, I Hopefully that can give you a little bit of an idea of what I'm trying to do to make sure that my bases are covered on eBay. And hopefully that can get you started on kind of a plan in case you do sell a lot of sneakers and you are concerned with some of the stuff that they're doing. But for now, I'm going to go. Um, if you guys do get any value from this podcast, you just want to go to the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app and leave me a five-star review. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, that really helps me bump my podcast up in the search results. And obviously, if you sell on eBay or any platform, you know how important the search results are. And, you know, it's it's pretty easy to find podcasts this day, but it's kind of hard to find which ones are providing value. So that's a great way for you to help me out and hopefully be able to bump my podcast up a little bit and, and reach more people with it. So that being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a great rest of your Thursday and I will talk to you tomorrow on Friday with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.